You're listening to Reinvent Ideal, dating and life advice for men. See, you're struggling though, you need some help? The wisdom you need when you're depressed and no one cares because you're not a chick. Well, we're all enjoying our day. We're gonna lose 12 men to suicide today. Your weekly red pill prescription. It's a place for unguarded conversations to investigate with a council of men the riddles of life. With Cairo Copeland. It's not like that everywhere on the world. Not everyone is about clout. If we were about clout, do you think we'd be covering things like this pandemic and all these other issues? It looks like the drama is not going anywhere with this whole fresh and fit versus ABBA and preach thing. So of course, we all gotta take a little bit of time, and not only a little bit is all I'm gonna devote to this, we all gotta take a little bit of time to go off message now and talk about it, because two sad, sorry-ass, pathetic losers and I'll tell you who they are, these two losers cannot just move on. So which of these four are the losers? I'll tell you. But that's not the point of today's episode. We got more important things to be talking about on the program today. few announcements first here. The big one here is that for all of you that are waiting on the next book that I'm going to write for the series, The Missing Manuals to Male Success, it's coming. I got many more to come for that series. Just hang tight. I've not given up on it or concluded it. Uh, I haven't I haven't succumbed to pressure to quit because everyone was calling me toxically masculine. I mean, they can say that about me all they want. I don't care. I will still continue writing even if it's the most unpopular thing in the world to be writing. It's just there was a different project that I wanted to take on. So I'll tell you guys about it right now is that I've written a book and currently editing it right now, a book that teaches you how to invest in the stock market, but in a very interesting way. You see, a lot of guys want to learn how to invest in stocks. I mean, we want to learn how to make money. We all want to learn how to get rich. And the stock market is an incredible engine and vehicle to get rich. I think it's created more millionaires than anything else in history. The only thing that I think will rival it is maybe real estate, and eventually crypto will be creating a lot of millionaires as well. But the stock market is something that is tried and true. I mean, Warren Buffett, we all know who he is, and just using his brain and doing the hard work of investment research became a billionaire. And this book is going to show you how to do that research, how to research a stock and determine if it's a good one to buy, but in a unique way here, because you see, it's incredibly boring to be reading these books about stocks. I understand that they're loaded with jargon. They're not written for the everyday person or someone who doesn't have a background in it. I'm trying to write that book that breaks it down to make sense for the everyday man. And the way that I'm attempting to do it is by using Jurassic Park. In the book, instead of analyzing real companies, we're going to be analyzing the parent company of Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, uh, Engine Enterprises. But we tell them, okay, if we were investing in a stock for Engine Enterprises, here are the things that we'd be looking at. And I think that it makes much more sense when you look at it this way. It's easier for me to explain difficult concepts like depreciation and amortization, return on invested capital, and acquisition multiples 
when we're analyzing a fictional company that we're all familiar with and can envision what this fictional company does. So that's the project. I haven't decided what I'm going to call it yet. And not only will it be a book, but it will also be a course that I'll probably release on either Udemy or Teachable. Haven't uh, decided on that one yet. That will take some time, though. So that's what has been holding me back from my regular kind of writing with the missing manuals to mail success. This is going to be a different series here. This will be more like a missing manuals to money success or something like that. Now, on to the juice, on to the drama that everybody is talking about. I gotta say, like, seeing all the videos that these guys have put out, I've lost all respect for ABBA and Preach. I used to really respect those guys, but don't have respect for them anymore. Because here they are, putting out video after video, just trash-talking, fresh and fit, who dropped the beef a week ago. But these guys apparently cannot go to bed at night without doing a video in this 24-hour cycle bashing fresh and fit. I mean, my God, just let it go. You're not helping anyone. Nobody is learning anything from this anymore. When the beef first happened, yeah, there was a lesson that we could all learn, but now there's nothing to learn about this anymore. It just reminds me of... This is something that John from Modern Life Dating brought up here. A great analogy. It reminds me of the whole WCW versus WWE rivalry. Remember back in those days, I was wrestling in the 1990s, and wrestling will never be as great as it was back then. I mean, what it is now, it is a shell and a joke of what it was back in the late 1990s when you had the two leagues competing. But if you remember those days, Eric Bischoff was on WCW, constantly trashing Vince McMahon and the WWE, talking all this garbage, and when they had some wrestlers defect from WWE and come over to WCW, they were trashing the intellectual property, the costumes, they even brought uh, the championship belts from WWE with them and threw them in the garbage. So it was all, oh, the other guys suck and that's why you should like us. That's what it was like over at WCW. But then over at WWE, Vince McMahon decided to stay above it. He never once even mentioned WCW. I don't, I don't think he did, actually. I don't think they ever said, yeah, there's this other uh, league you could watch here, but man, they suck because we're so much better. The only thing I can think of was maybe like the DX Invasion uh, Atlanta but that wasn't something, I don't think they broadcasted that on, uh, well, I'm not, I can't remember, but it's irrelevant. The point is, you don't need to talk bad about your enemy to destroy them, because your enemies will usually destroy themselves. And here's the real lesson, is that hate always comes from below. That's something that Richard Cooper says, and he's 100% right on. Your haters, they hate you because... They have to look up to you. They see you as above them. That's why they hate you. And it's not always about jealousy or envy. It's just when somebody is above you, they don't have time to hate on you. They don't have time to shit on you. You see, if someone is above you and you're doing everything right, you got your life in order and someone is above you, then they probably need to be hustling twice as hard as you, working twice as hard as you, and don't have the time to engage in a pissing contest. So whenever somebody is making a point to throw shade 
and hatred toward you, it's because they're a loser that is beneath you and has nothing else better to do. Now, I'll tell you, here's what I think is really going on here. What I think is really going on is that Abba and Preach, they saw how powerful Fresh and Fit became in a very short amount of time. And the writing is practically on the wall here that Fresh and Fit is about to go mainstream. They're going to surpass probably even Joe Rogan and become the most powerful podcast, or at least the most powerful YouTube channel, or most controversial talked about one, like Howard Stern was for a radio back in his day. And the Fempowerment Mandate is not going to like that. Now, what is the Fempowerment Mandate? Uh, real quick here, in case you haven't been listening to me before. It's basically this cultural push to do anything that benefits a woman, no matter whose expense it is at. In fact, it couldn't care less if it came at the expense of anyone else, if it came at the expense of men, or even if it came at the expense of children. Because uh, I'm going to talk about the OnlyFans thing here in a moment, but when you see those stories about the poor kids that are suffering because their mother is doing OnlyFans, what's the media message behind that? Are they showing any sympathy for those kids? Hell no. They're saying, oh, it's all those toxic boys with their toxic masculinity that the patriarchy conditions them to have that's bullying these poor boys who are the sons of these poor women that have to resort to OnlyFans to make money in a man's world that keeps women down from making money. I mean, I guarantee you that's what they're writing at some of these newspapers, magazines, and blogs, and websites that are all about the Fempowerment Mandate. Like, I'm sure a site like Jezebel or the Huffington Post has a story or an op-ed like that. And there was another one of these stories here where a woman did a joint OnlyFans account with her daughter. Now, in the YouTube comments on that story, it was nothing but hate from people, male and female. But I guarantee you that a story like that, put out by the mainstream media, was to be portrayed as a positive story. Like, oh, look how progressive this family is. So that's the Fempowerment Mandate. It doesn't care at whose expense it comes from. Anything that benefits a woman or anything that benefits women in general, that needs to be forced down the throat of society according to the Fempowerment Mandate. And this mandate is really going to hate Fresh and Fit for what they do, the great service that they do for the world, exposing this horseshit that feminism is and the garbage that it's fed women and how it's turned them into these delusional fools that are over-entitled and so solipsistic, maybe even narcissistic. Some of the girls I have on there are completely narcissistic and holds these women accountable for their horrific behavior. Fresh and Fit does a huge service for that. And then it's also helping guys navigate an unfavorable sexual marketplace, an unfavorable market where basically women have had all the leverage, have had all the power and everything. Now they're showing guys, hey, here's how you can take your power back or here's how you can increase your power and not get finessed by girls, not be saved in her phone as a foodie call or a meal ticket. So Fresh and Fit has really pushed back on that fempowerment mandate and has given them a run for their money. And Abba and Preach, they don't want to be associated with Fresh and Fit for that reason. Because when Fresh and Fit goes mainstream, then yeah, the mainstream media is going to be examining them and all their past episodes and see, oh wait, Abba and Preach have been on them twice. 
Uh, what's going on here? Are they toxic males too? Are they misogynists too? Man, I guarantee you that's what's happening here. So Abba and Preach decided, oh, let's get ahead of it before they go mainstream. Let's come out as being against them here. I mean, that's what I think is happening because I can't think of any other reason why Abba and Preach would do a whole video doing something as that makes them look like losers, but what makes them look like losers defending prostitution. I mean, you see that video they did where they're defending prostitution. I mean, what kind of loser would make a video about that? Now, there's one I can think of in the black pill community that would uh, make a video defending prostitution. But big successful guys like them, there's just no benefit in them doing that. It doesn't make them look good at all. And I think deep down, that was probably the only thing that maybe they could formulate arguments on. And that's why they chose that subject. And then also it was something that was discussed when they were on the Fresh and Fit podcast. So I think that's why they chose that subject. Because I tell you what, you would never see me or the majority of the other guys in the Red Pill Consortium or really any successful self-respecting guy. You would not see any of us make a video for the public consumption defending prostitution. Because it really is a sad, pitiful behavior, just like subscribing to an OnlyFans. Which, moving on right now, perfect transition. OnlyFans, as you saw, was in the news here recently. And they made the big announcement that no longer are they going to be doing porn. No longer will they allow you to put up sexual videos or sexual pictures on their platform, which a lot of uh, guys are celebrating. They're believing, hey, this is a, a victory here. Now those girls are going to have to get a job. They're going to have to work at Subway and sweat for the money like the rest of us. I certainly have my thoughts on the matter here, but here's what I got to say is, guys, don't be popping the champagne here. This is not victory. This is not something to celebrate here because it's not what you thought it was. This was not the thing that was making women all narcissistic or solipsistic or high in themselves. Maybe that one bitch, uh, Bella Thorne, that made a million dollars in a day. Yeah, that probably gave her a big ego or something. Or that one piece of trash that no one likes. Uh, forget what her real name is. It's the Cash Me Outside girl. She was making a ton of money from OnlyFans. Yeah, so if you got a friend that was subscribed to her OnlyFans, I'm pretty sure he would never tell you if he was, but if you know any guy that was subscribed to that bitch's OnlyFans, then you really need to shame that guy. You need to kick him out of your life, disassociate from him, be like, bro, I'm sorry, I cannot have you in my life here because if you think that someone like her deserves your hard-earned money, then you probably make very poor decisions and judgment calls all throughout your entire life and every aspect of your life that associating with you and being your friend is a danger to me if you thought that that bitch was worthy of your money. But back to what I'm saying here is that don't celebrate here about the fall of OnlyFans because one, it's not really fallen. This isn't a victory and this isn't going to cure the world of the simp problem because OnlyFans was a very small piece of the problem. Really, if we think about it, if we want to shut something down, what really needs to be shut down is Twitch. Because Twitch is the biggest shithole of simps in the entire world. When it comes to OnlyFans, 
there were really only a few girls that were making big money from it. And the ones that were earning the most money, they were actually professional porn stars, not the girl down the street or the girl you knew from college. And many of them, they were only successful because they had a team of marketers managing their account, the ones that were making a lot of money off of OnlyFans. But here's the thing about OnlyFans that is lost in all this story. The money that is being made on there is not from porn and not from sexual videos and pictures. It's from the messaging that goes on. Because some of those girls, they would charge you money just to message them or just to respond to your message. And that was what made it successful. That's what made the platform so big. It was not the saucy pictures and videos, but the imitation of a relationship. The electronic simulation of relationships is what made it successful. Because these guys that were so pathetic that they needed to spend money to get a thought to talk to them, to get an e-thought talking to them, these guys felt like they had no other outlet. They knew they couldn't compete in the real world for real women. These guys were often incels, and the best hope that they had was to spend money on an OnlyFans subscription and throw some tips to her in the messages and have a private message conversation with her, and that was the closest thing to a girlfriend that they were ever going to experience in their lives. And that's still going to continue even if they outlaw porn and sex stuff. And girls can still sell nudes and simulate relationships digitally. Because what really powered OnlyFans, the type of simp that it was exploiting, the part of the simp's brain that it was exploiting, is laziness. Because when a guy buys an OnlyFans subscription or sends her a tip in private messages, why is he doing that? It's because it's the lazy way out. The path of least resistance. It's easy to go throw some money at a girl in her DMs on OnlyFans, but it's really hard to go talk to a total stranger, to approach a girl in public that you don't know, and try to engage a conversation with her. And that's the problem with simping in general, is that you know, not only does it not work, but it makes you lazy, because it is attempting to take the path of least resistance. Instead of doing the work on yourself to become the guy that she can't resist, the guy that she actually wants to go approach, or the guy that she's at least okay with coming and approaching her, being that interesting guy that she can't stop thinking about. Instead of doing that, like, oh, let me just uh, throw some money at this e-thought, and she'll show me a little bit of attention here. And you're doing a lot of long-term damage to yourself if you do that, because what you're doing is you're training your brain to think that that's all you need to do. And simping in general is going to do this to you. It used to be something where when simps were doing this, well, that was their problem. When a simp acts all pathetic and throws money at a girl, it used to just be his loss. Yeah, he uh, pissed away that kind of money. But you see, now it's everyone's problem. You see, what needs to happen right now, and I hope that there is a large push and effort for this with OnlyFans being in the news like it's been. What needs to happen now is the simps need to be rehabbed. Because here's the reason why this is everyone's problem, not just Johnny Simpy Simp's problem. It wasn't that long ago when this happened, when I was using Instagram, which, by the way, it's, it's the only social media network that I think a guy should ever use. 
mean, all the other stuff, Facebook, Twitter, all that garbage, throw it all away. And it's really, Instagram's not much better. I just say, hey, it's okay to use it if you use it properly, which is using it like a dating app. But when I was using Instagram pretty regularly, you could see on my profile, there were pictures of me with all these girls. And they were all up on me and everything. You can see, I didn't have any woman problem in my life. I was definitely not a guy you would suspect to be a simp. And it was public. Anybody could see my profile. This one chick that I don't even know sends me a DM. Now, many guys, even if they're me or not me, would think, oh man, this is great. Some random hot girl just sent me a DM. I can't wait to see what it says. Because that just doesn't happen in our lives. Girls don't send us DMs in initiation. They expect to be the ones being chased and pursued. So I open it up, very curious what it's about, but you want to know what it was? When I opened it up and looked at it, she was just asking me to subscribe to her OnlyFans. Now, maybe this was some DM that she was sending to every guy that she could possibly find. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only guy she sent this message to. But yeah, she had the gall to send that to me, saying, Hey, Pierre, please sign up for my OnlyFans. I think you'll like it. And you look at my profile, you can see I'm a guy that does not have any trouble with getting female attention or female intimacy in my life. You can see it from all the girls that are in the pictures with me, but she still thought that I would be interested in doing that. Now, imagine the guy that sends her DMs. Not the simp, but the guy that maybe even be a high-value guy that would send her a DM and hoping to start something with her. Trying to use Instagram as a dating app, like it says to in my free guide, DMs for Dates, which you can get at reinventideal.com slash free gift. Imagine it was a guy that was uh, doing that. He was DMing her for an attempt to get a date with her. You think she's going to talk to that guy? Of course not. Imagine if you were trying to date this woman who apparently thought that every guy, even guys like me, should pay her just to exist. That... She brings nothing of value to me, because it's clear I don't have a woman problem in my life, but is expecting me to fork over my hard-earned money to a subscription for her fucking OnlyFans. Imagine how entitled and solipsistic that that woman is, thinking that she's the shit. So I messaged her back, and I was like, oh, fuck you. OnlyFans is for incels. If you spent a second looking at my profile, you would see that that's not me. So if you're that damn blind and that damn dumb, then fuck you. I don't want you in my life for another second. And then blocked. And that's how you guys need to respond if you're getting similar messages from girls like that. You need to shame them and tell them, look, you fucking idiot. It may be easy for you to pull a message like that on a simp or on an incel. But the rest of us guys with self-respect, we are deeply repulsed and disgusted, not just by your message, but by you in general. Be as harsh as you can. Now, I'm not saying do cyberbullying and go over the top, but do let them know in no uncertain terms that what they're doing is not okay. Let them know in no uncertain terms that you are as disgusted by their approach and their offer as they would be if an incel came up to them and approached them in public and tried to flirt with them. That's the equivalent experience. That's the message you want to convey. That what they did was just so disgusting and you find it so revolting 
that she should be ashamed of herself. Now, something I gotta, I gotta say here about the whole simp problem. I mean, yeah, I say you should shame your simp friends. Yeah, when you, but I don't mean bully them. Now, yeah, you get them a copy of my book. And if you see simp behavior online, like on Twitch or anywhere else, I, mean, I personally think you should just stay off of that website altogether. Don't use Twitch at all. But yeah, hey, there's probably some pretty legitimate uses of it. You see simp behavior on there? You can't say the word simp because they banned it. But what you could do is just leave a link to my book under the comment of a guy that said something very simpy, be like, uh, hey, uh, here, dude, he really should read this book. It will help you out a lot. Or anywhere else on the internet where you see simp behavior going on and somebody is just worshipping a particular e-thought, just leave a comment that is nothing more than a link to my book that says, uh, hey, um, sir, you should probably read this book here because I, I think it will really benefit you and the horrid condition that you suffer from may even be cured, if not cured, treated at least. I say do that, but I don't say bully these poor guys, because I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what here, man. This is not a difference of philosophy, but this is also not something that is extremely evil, like racism or some other kind of bigotry. I mean, I think it's very dangerous. I think that it's going to cause a lot of pain in the world, nowhere close as much as what racism had caused, but I think that simping, it comes from a horrible place and all, and we should still strive to rid the world of it, but we don't do it like bullies here. You know, like the, the Donald Sterling thing, uh, the racist owner of the Clippers, when they released the tape that showed what a racist he was. Yeah, it was perfectly right for us to be outraged and bully that guy out of the NBA. But with uh, simps, it's not the same thing here. When you find out one of your friends is a simp, you, you don't bully him into oblivion. Or what you want to remember when you see this kind of behavior is that yeah, while it might make you angry and everything, and your anger is justified, what you want to remember is that the guys that are doing the simping deep down are not happy. Deep down, they are in a lot of pain, just like drug addicts. And what they need is professional help. You see, here's how sad that the poor guy's life is, is that when he's masturbating to his favorite e-thought, I'm pretty sure that he's lubing himself up with his own tears. Because he knows, deep down, that what he's doing right now is as good as it gets for him. As good as it's going to get. Just like uh, in the movie American Beauty, where uh, right at the beginning, when Kevin Spacey is jerking off in the shower, he says, hey, this will be the high point of my day because it's all downhill from here. That's what the life of a simp is like. What they need is professional help. I'm not saying compassion. I'm not saying be compassionate and sympathetic towards them and be accommodating. But don't bully them. Tell them, hey, you are living a very self-destructive lifestyle, but help exists if you want help. And when it's your friend, you just tell them, hey, I'm saying this as your friend because I care about you. You're living a very self-destructive lifestyle. And there's this book that will really help you out. I mean, please don't think of this as an insult or me trying to make you feel horrible, but your behavior really is shameful and it doesn't have to be this way. I know deep down you're not happy and you could be happy and this book will show you how. So here's the link. Give it a read. It's free on Kindle Unlimited and you can even get it for free on Audible. 
So just give it a read here and see if you like it, if it, what you hear resonates with you. If it does, great. That's awesome. Love to see your life get better. But if you, this doesn't resonate with you if, you, if you don't like what you read, hey, you know what? That's all right, too. Everybody has free will and everything, but I, I can't associate with you anymore because your self-destructive lifestyle will have harmful effects on me as well. I think if you just say that, then that by itself is enough to get the message across of how serious it is that they get their life together and they stop simping altogether. Or what you could do is you can just send them the links for this episode and the next couple of episodes I'm going to do will be focusing a lot on simp rehab and coming out of it because I feel like with uh, the whole OnlyFans controversy going on right now, now really is the time to hit this head on. Let's go full speed ahead. But last thing to talk about, I mean, who really needs to hear this? Who is it that really is simping? And I'll give you the description here, because every heterosexual male on Earth has a little bit of simphood conditioned into him, and that's just because of the blue pill. But the simp within is the voice in your head that says, you can't live without her when you're in a relationship, and it's not going well, and you want to concede to whatever ridiculous thing she wants of you, or when your girlfriend, who is clearly bad for you, wants to break up. Or it's the reflex to do anything to win a woman's heart when you're seeking a relationship. It's the belief that women's attention, affection, company, and closeness are incredibly precious things that are not easy to come by. Are you a simp? Well, let's find out. Do you believe that there is this one girl you're currently pursuing and she is your soulmate and you must have her? Are you still pursuing a girl that has already rejected you? Do you believe that the best way to win a woman's heart is through sweet romantic gestures? Have you ever taken a woman on an expensive first date just to impress her? Do you compliment women's appearances frequently? I mean, every now and then is okay, but frequently, like five times a day, or even once a day, I think, is overdoing it. Do you believe you were the lucky one in finding your girlfriend and not vice versa? Have you hung on to an unhealthy relationship because you believe a girlfriend was not easy to get? Do you leave flattering comments on social media posts by women that you don't even know in real life? Have you ever subscribed to an OnlyFans or a Patreon or a Premium Snap? Do you send good morning and good night texts to your girlfriend reliably every day without prompt? Or even a girl that is not your girlfriend but you wish she was? Have you ever paid a bill for a girlfriend or a girl that's not your girlfriend but you wish she was? Have you ever defended a girl in an argument on social media? Do you tell others how much you respect women and were raised to do just that? Do you have an enormous porn stash hidden on a hard drive? Have you ever laughed at an unfunny joke because an attractive woman told it? Have you begged a girlfriend not to break up with you? You see, these are the characteristics of a simp. And every male is conditioned by the blue pill to be a simp to some degree. And the amount of this behavior that they exhibit, it's going to vary from male to male. Some will shed themselves of this behavior after taking the red pill, but others will remain simps for the rest of their lives. When you have one-itis, an unhealthy emotional attachment for just one woman, you are being a simp. And this is perhaps the most detrimental of all behaviors. I've talked about this before. It's a threat to you in every way possible. Physically, financially, socially, emotionally. When you have a horrendous absence of frame and frame control, or when you're in a woman's frame, you are being a simp. 
When you catcall a woman out of intense sexual thirst, you are being a simp. When you buy a woman a drink at the bar and you don't know her, you are being a simp. When you throw money at women, not just on dates and in relationships, but also women you don't even know, like strippers, porn stars, e-thoughts, you are being a simp. You're simply paying these women just because they exist. And yes, when you are a sugar daddy for a woman, you are a simp. You sugar daddy guys are some of the worst offenders out there, and they're the ones that need the most shaming. Don't give me this bull crap that, oh, I just do it to save time. That's bull shit. Because when you have Allure, not only do you save time, but because I've used Allure, not only have I not had to spend money on women to get the experiences that I want to have with them, but there have been many instances in my life where... The girls paid for the dates just because they wanted to spend time with me. They've told me, hey, we don't spend enough time together. I want to spend more time with you. I need more of you in my life. And I'm not saying that as a flex. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that for you guys to have hope to know that a better life is possible. Because I know you guys that are simps. I know how painful it is for you deep down. You may deny it. To all your friends. You may deny it to the outside world. You may try to hide it. But deep down, you cannot hide from yourself. You know you are not happy being the guy that can only get women and their attention if you pay for it. When you're extra nice to a woman just because she's pretty, you're being a simp. And you're not even being legitimately nice. Because if the woman was ugly, you'd be a lot less nice. But you're nice to the pretty lady because you're hoping to get something back from being nice to her. You see, the only person that does that, the only person that sees niceness as a currency or as a way to get something is someone who isn't really nice. The definition that I'd use for it, probably the most overarching definition for a simp, is a male with a terrible lack of sexual intelligence. And that's something we're going to be discussing in the upcoming episodes, is sexual intelligence. Think of it as emotional intelligence governing specific kinds of thoughts and feelings. And I tell you what, if you guys can master this skill of sexual intelligence, it's going to benefit your life just as much, if not more, than mastering the skill of emotional intelligence. That is it for us today. Hope this has been helpful. Please share this with your friends that you know could use this kind of help. Be your brother's keeper and have their back. Don't just let that be something that I say. I say it at the end of every episode so that you will also say it too. Say it with me. I am my brother's keeper and I got your back. Thank you for listening to Reinvent Ideal with Cairo Copeland. Your weekly red pill prescription. See more at reinventideal.com. Never ghosted again. The art of being irresistible. Do you struggle with getting women to like you? Have you been flaked on, ghosted on, dumped after a few dates, or friend-zoned before even getting a chance? This book is written for the frustrated man that's not getting the results he wants in his dating life during this social media age. This is for the guy that has fallen hard on the floor wondering what he has to do to get a chance with women, who has done everything women have ever asked him to do, yet they've denied him the only thing he's ever wanted. For the guy who's asking himself, when in the hell did getting a date get this difficult? What you'll discover in this book is the marks of the most attractive man with detailed descriptions and thorough instruction on how to adapt them. Specifically, understanding women easily, how to predict their behavior like a mathematical pattern, 
the six things that make a man irresistible, including the greatest skill every man needs to learn, and three habits that transform you into the hot dude they can't resist. The one way to make women approach you, because yes, there is a way, it can be done. A definitive guide to shattering approach anxiety. I will show you how to approach a girl you don't know and get her wanting to know you more from the cold approach. Becoming bulletproof against rejection. You'll never be afraid of hearing the words, I'm not interested or I have a boyfriend ever again. I'll show you how to talk to nines and tens with ease and confidence that makes it look and feel effortless on your part. And I'll teach you the most vital dating life hack to learn in today's world. It's something that 95% of all guys are not doing. This has step-by-step -step instructions on how to get past each one of these with specific actionable advice. Become the man that every guy envies at reinventideal.com slash ghosted. That's reinventideal.com slash ghosted. Get your copy today. Never ghosted again. The art of being irresistible.